You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram, SoundCloud.com, and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men... No, I don't want to read Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. <laughs> well, we have, we have a little rabbit hole of our own. And it's called the voicemails. <laughs> this ought to be a joy. Um, <laughs> you wish so, me for real. So we we set up a phone number, and the phone number is 628-7474. It's a 516 area right. code. 516. You have to dial 516 first, folks, because if you try without it, you won't have success. So you have to dial 516 first. This way you can connect to our wonderful little uh, a little joy circus here and let us know what's going on in your, your interesting little life. All right, so we haven't listened to these voicemails yet. So we have no idea what we're going to listen to. So the crowd, uh, people listening, and us are going to hear it for the first time. So let's um, – now, this is like opening a Christmas pre- – like a grab bag present from somebody with schizophrenia. Yeah, f- yeah <laughs> from, your, from your fucked up uncle. Lenore, I called a few times during the show. How are you? Listen, I'm an impatient woman, Tony. I don't like to play these games. Uh, okay, I live in Boca. I got a few extra dollars, and I'm, I'm in love with you, honey. All right, you're my little cream-filled cupcake. <laughs> Listen, give me a call, honey. We can make some sort of monetary arrangement. You know, I have some friends who play bridge, the girls. They'll take care of you as well. Okay, you know what I'm talking about? I know you dance. I know you got some piercings. All right? You're priceless, honey. I love you. Goodbye. Call Lenore. Um... All right, we're off to a good start. What the... So, for people who don't know who Lenore is... I do have one piercing, so I'll let um, you guess where it is. How does she know? Uh, Lenore, <laughs> Lenore is a... Uh, she's a uh, 63-year-old lady who comes down to the restaurant, and, I, and she comes down to the bar that I work in. She she lives down in Boca, and she's obsessed with Tony. Yeah. And so she's calling... She's called the show three times and left a voicemail. So, how do we feel about this woman just completely throwing... How does she know you have a piercing, and how do you feel about her throwing herself at you? Well, you know, Eric, it's not easy, but I just... I, it's, it's a gift. I can't turn it off. No, listen. I want your true and honest feelings. What do you f- think about this woman? I, it's, it's flattering. I think it's great. You know, I, don't, I, I think it's nice. It's very, it's complimentary. It's flattering. She it likes- would be better. Than, it's better than if she called today. You know, that guy Tony's the ugliest thing I ever saw in my life. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. Uh, she likes all of our YouTube videos. Cool. She watches all I'm of with them. It. She I'm listens with it. to all of our podcasts. But she just, I mean, she's. Yo, she's throwing herself at you. You should see if you can make an arrangement. Would you go? D- Let's say, okay. Let's say, Tony, real quick, all right? Right. Lenore's got a lot of cash okay. laying around. What are we, right? talk, what are we talking about? What are, what are we, this what are we is what we're going to get to. All right, all right. So Lenore's got a, she's sitting on a bunch of cash, right? Husband right. passed away. Okay. She's sitting on a settlement. Now, what's your price? Okay, now let's say if she said, I want you to come down to Florida. I'm going to fly you down to Florida. Right. And for a week, for five days, I want you to be my pool boy. Sh- shorts, no shirt on, nose piercing out, Right. right. And you clean the pool. That's it. How much would Tony... All I have to do is clean the pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I... I, I How much would that be for a week for Tony? Do I have to wear, like, you know, culottes and, like, short shorts and, like, you know, popcorn butter on my muscles? They're not... They're they're Euro shorts. (laughs) You have to walk around like a cut-off pair of Daisy Dukes with, you know, my garbage bulging out? You ever seen the uh, short shorts that the... uh, the swimmers on the Olympic team right. wear though that kind of bathing suit. Okay. So for a week, how how much would you charge for that? Oh, I wouldn't even know where to start, man. I, I've never I've never been a, a softcore prostitute before. Five hundred dollars for the week. For the week, yeah, I got clean a pool for five hundred bucks for the week. Okay, so five hundred dollars for the week. Yeah, okay, so maybe now I'd want a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. 
So what's a little bit more? Probably like seven. Okay, so seven hundred just cleaning the pool. Okay, so now let's throw in the cleaning of the pool. That's, that's not a legal. That's not a legally binding no, nothing, comment. I'm nothing, not saying I would. Nothing wrong I'm with just, that. We're just spitting. Now you would be probably staying at her home though. Right. That would be. The so presuming. what would happen in the downtime of know. you cleaning the pool? This that, is this right. is the question. Right. You know, this is why you might need extra money, Tony. <laughs> like you're selling yourself short here. Okay. So now cleaning the pool for a week, five days, Monday through Friday, flies you down for free. Right, All right, meals right. are paid for. Tony's allowed as many Zimas as he wants, enough <laughs> wine coolers as he wants, right? That could okay. get so that's gonna get expensive. So all right, so you're cleaning the pool with your little with your little shorts on. Right. Now you have to oil her up three times a day. <laughs> then the price goes up. Now, how much is Tony charging? Well, now I think we're in the fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a week because now I'm now it's getting physical. Yeah. Now, once you know you want to see the master at work. Yeah. You got to pay the price. Okay. All right. So now okay. I don't do brain surgery for no forty dollars. You right. know what I mean? So you're there. It's Thursday. Right. It's been uncomfortable all week. It's you hot. Know, she's she's coming into your room while you sleep. Like she's <laughs> she's looking at you while you sleep. You're in the other room. You're in the guest bedroom, and you know she's there. Right. You're right. acting like you're sleeping. It's right. you know it's you getting a little it's getting Cape Fury. You know yeah. You you literally are drinking Zimas until you pass out at night because you can't fall asleep. And okay, so Thursday night she comes in to your room. Right. She got the bathrobe on. Right. She's got what she calls lingerie. Now, oh boy. for the viewers and the listeners at home, she's, eh, I would say a good a good four foot eleven, and two hundred and twenty five pounds. Okay. Now she goes, Tony. Listen, I want you to touch me in my woman region. Okay. I don't want you're you, terrible. Man. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want you to fuck me. Right. I just want you to touch me down there until I climax. All right, oh boy, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. What does the price go up to? I don't know. I've never really been a, a hooker before. Tony, you just said <laughs> for rubbing lotion on yeah, people, I mean, fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, now we're talking about you just stimulating her. She lays next to you in the bed, bathrobe open. Okay, and you got to slip your hand down there. Oh man! All right, and you gonna, you gonna. You don't have to look at her, right? You can just look straight. Like, put the, you know, you're laying flat on your back. You just put the right hand there, and you're like, you're looking at the TV. How much does the week just go up to? You know, you're like, you got a real way with words. You know that you sound like a sociopath trying to talk a guy into killing a man. Oh, you just gotta put the knife in. Just put it in a little bit, just until he stops living. That's all. You're stalling. What does the week go up to? I don't know, to? man. Because I don't know, bro. I never, like I said, like it'd be hard for me to determine. Because like I'm the kind of guy where, you know. Black market dealings tend to happen on the fly. You know, it's it's more of like a discussion. Yeah. So we guess what? So I don't. I'm not like I don't really draw up like hooker contracts. Well, we are. I'm not a hooker lawyer. Well, we are today on Blue Collar News. <laughs> What's your price? I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I don't know because the thing about it is like I wouldn't know until the money were on the table, in the moment, and they were like, okay, so let's Boom. say she she offered you five thousand for the week. Oh man, I don't know, bro. What would it have to be just to do that? <laughs> I don't know, just to man. do that, six thousand. You're you're a pusher. You're a pusher, Katie. Six thousand, maybe like ten grand. Let's say, how about ten grand? All right, ten let's grand. Go, let's go, okay, let's go hard ten for grand. All right, how about ten, 10 grand. grand. Okay, so now Tony, Tony, <laughs> listen. That's like that is a, a good amount of salary. That's like a that that's like you know, what four three months of salary? Because you know why. Always go for a ridiculous number because you never know who's going to say yes. Would you ever be? Yeah. See, I think hundred thousand dollars. All right. I all think. Right. See, you already lowballed yourself, but you already told Lenore <laughs> ten thousand. It's locked in at ten now. So but you, see, I also this is not a legally binding contract. All right. Now you start diddling, right? You're, <laughs> now you're diddling, and she goes, Tony, that's not enough. 
All right, I need you inside of me. I'll give you fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> what oh, is Tony? Man. What does Tony say? Oh, bro, I don't know, man. One, I don't, I don't think. Listen, just to give, just to save face, I wouldn't think you'd be able to gain the erection. It'd be putting like rope in a barrel, right? I have a hard time doing it as it is. <laughs> yeah. It's like putting cooked spaghetti back in the box. Yeah, but let's just say in a perfect world, you took half a Xanax. You're on your seventh you Zima. Xanax? Yeah, you're on. Well, because <laughs> you can't sleep. Well, you know you can't. Well, you can't. You can't sleep. So like this is before the Zanny kicks in, right? Want, put the fifty grand in my pocket. She goes fifty grand. What does Tony say? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't really fancy myself much of a. Uh, no one does, Tony. But that. now you're <laughs> sitting next to Lenore, our biggest fan. You got and me you the know, spot, man. Dude, do yeah, you know how much we could do with uh, maybe a tenth of that money for the, the hell show? Makes I'd be giving it to you. What, what part of it are you what doing? What about the show? What part of it are you doing? You oh. gotta, you gotta come down there and do a little diddle and do. I am, I am in a relationship, <laughs> Tony. I cannot do that. I'm sorry, but you are not, and you gotta take one for the team. He's <laughs> a big fan. What if, what if I, what if I laid there and you just worked my hips back and forth like a Dutch rudder? Oh my god. <laughs> I'd pay you $3,000 not to go down there. See, I'm making money you're left making, and right. <laughs> you're coming in and out. This right. is how you become a businessman, folks. Oh, man. This is the art of the deal. Oh, that's Or great. the art of the feel, I guess you might call it. All right, so we're going to go to our second voicemail. Let's um, hear it. All right, here we go. Let's hear it. Tony, hi. Oh, my God. Why are you on eight? Listen, I'm not going to um, bullshit you. I'm just going to get down to the nitty gritty. The girls at the clubhouse have a $2,500 budget. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. We got something right there. Oh, my God. $2,500. $2,500 budget. I feel like I'd be taking, like, people's Medicare. Dude, <laughs> you're already getting 3000 from me. She's skirting together 2500 from the Bridge Club. But I love how she just keeps um, taking her obsession with you and blaming it on the Bridge Club. Like, the girls. I don't, know, the, man. I don't think it's the girls at the Bridge Club. There's I just think it's. I think it's him. I'm not trying to listen. I'm There's not trying. There's a lot of old retirees and pensioners down there. I bet I get Jefferson Darcy more than twenty five hundred dollars. I'm not trying to listen. I'm a little jealous. I have to admit that she's calling. She's calling you. You know, saying good things. <laughs> I don't get any phone calls like that. So she's blaming this on the Bridge Club. But let's let's uh, let's hear the rest. So of what? Twenty five hundred? Did she say? I think that was the number. Tony, hi. This is <laughs> Lenora from Boca. Why are you on eight? Listen, I'm not going to um, bullshit you. I'm just going to get down to the nitty-gritty. The girls at the clubhouse have a $2,500 budget. We can easily quadruple that for you. We have an Elvis impersonator coming in next week for $2,500. <laughs> All right, hold on. Now it's quadruple. Um, yeah, I know how to do math. I don't. What's, what's quadruple? So quad- that would be ten grand. That would be t- right there, and that'd you don't even. Grand. See, you were about to diddle her. You were about to finger her for ten grand, Tony. This is listen. This is a we're just spitballing here. This is not a we're not you know. uh, We're just talking here. We're just talking here. Listen, go buy the art of the deal by Trump because you need it. Because you were already half a Xanax, seven Zimas deep in bed, laying next to Lenore, fingering her for ten thousand. She's already got that. See, this is the thing. You, I think you could be sitting on a fucking cash cow here, Tony. So let me get this straight. What you're insinuating is. That I should go. Your business model for me is that I should <laughs> become like an octogenarian or a septuagenarian prostitute. Why is the <laughs> is the bartending so fucking lucrative that you could well, just? I'll say a couple more years of it. I might I might reconsider. You can scoff at ten thousand dollars. No, it's not that lucrative, dude. Just for think about it. Just for go down there. You know, she's already offering you ten ten grand now. Okay, you could milk that. 
Dude, get the fucking ticket paid for. Go down there for a day for ten grand. For a day, Tony? You're, tr- you don't you're have a troublemaker, you know that? You don't have to even do anything. We could easily quadruple that for you. Easily. We have an Elvis impersonator coming in next week for 2500 Tony, we love your piercings. We think you're hot. We think you're gorgeous. We want you to come down to Boca. We'll fly you down. Fly sa- okay, honey. We'll fly you down. <laughs> See? And we will have fun. 10000 with us. We're talking about, honey. 10000 10, she's offering. <laughs> what did you put her up to this? Already? Fu- I you don't talk. Do you think I talk to she her? She your fucking head said you that. Do you there. think I fucking talk? I'm not going. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> I have a girlfriend. I'm in a. I'm but in Eric, a, but I'm, Eric, you wouldn't make a sacrifice for the show. No, because you are a single male. Okay. Now listen, how much of them? Listen, let's say this goes down. Oh, let me okay? ask you a question. Yeah. How much would it take to get you down there if you were a single male? If I was a single male, yeah. I'd be on the fucking flight already. No, oh, for Christ's sake. She said ten grand before she, she got the D out in her mouth. Man for I'd fucking be down there. We'll fly you down. Okay, honey. We'll fly you down. And we will have fun. 10,000 with us. We're talking about, honey. 10 Gs, okay? Give us a call. We'll have you transported to Newark, and we'll fly you out first class. Call us. Goodbye, honey. Transported to Newark like I'm a fucking gorilla being brought across the country. Actually, that's where the deal would be broken. Because I got a flight back from Fort Lauderdale. Like I'm a, da- like I'm a dangerous animal. To Newark at 2 o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't wish that upon Saddam Hussein. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You wanted to get picked up from the airport. Anytime somebody says Newark, it's like that's it. Well, Tony left the Tony left Babel over the bridge, so he started <laughs> shaking profusely. Oh he didn't yeah, leave. you remember the LaGuardia trip? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Jesus Christ! Tony's like, where the fuck <laughs> are you? He, he's like, he's like, hey, can you pick me up from LaGuard- from the airport? He says, right. So I don't mind doing a JFK run because for some reason, even though JFK is like a bunch of spaghetti, it's still pretty easy to find things. And the irony is that LaGuardia is a, a semicircle, but you can't find anything. So I'm like, all right, I'll come get you from the airport. I should have put my known I was shooting myself in the foot right there. So he's like, uh, hey, buddy, um, I'm at LaGuardia. So actually, at first, I didn't agree right away. Let me refrain because I forgot the story. So I'm like, hey. Uh, he's I like, waited to the last minute to ask anybody yeah, I like, knew. He's like, hey, you think you could give me a ride? I'm like, hey, um, do you, uh, could, I mean, is it, is, could you walk? Is it that far? And I was like, why don't you take the air train? And he's like, well, uh, I'm at LaGuardia. I can't. And. So I'm like, all right, bud. I was like, I'll come get you at LaGuardia. And LaGuardia, as if anybody that, you know, not from New York doesn't know, LaGuardia is like, it's like going in through a portal to hell. So I go down to LaGuardia. Now, without navigation, I would never have found the goddamn place because it was like thousands of different roads. So I get there and I'm like, where are you? Well, first I get off the, I get off the airplane and I ask the lady, do you know where the air tram is? <laughs> she goes, what air tram? I go the you know the air train. Oh no, that's Laguardia. That's JFK. I mean that's JFK. Yeah, Laguardia's infrastructure is like, oh, that, that, like that's isn't that wonderful? <laughs> so now I don't have a ride. So now I'm thinking I'm going through my Rolodex of people, and I know Tony, right? So this is the thing: like Tony's in the cusps of friend, uh, work relationship, and I know that I Tony's the kind of guy that if you ask, you'd be like, hey, listen, dude. I need you to pick me up. He'd be like, all right, I'll fucking do it. It's like um, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off when Cameron's sitting in the car. He's like, okay, I'll go. I'll go. He'll keep calling me. He'll keep calling me. Okay, I'll go. So I'm freezing now. And for some reason, you can never pack a winter coat down to Florida because when you get back, you're freezing at the fucking airport. So I'm outside, like duct tape four cigarettes together because I haven't smoked a cigarette in three and a half hours on an airplane. And I'm outside. And now it's windy. I don't know where the fuck I am. 
Tony calls me. He's like, where are you? I'm like, well, I'm on like the left. He's like, where are where are you in position of the tower? I'm like, well, I'm on the left side of the tower. Where the fuck are you? Now, Tony's cool. <laughs> Tony's cool as a cucumber, right? Tony doesn't get very high, high, get very low. You know, he gets finicky about shit, but I've never heard him like this. And he's like, where the fuck? So now I'm sitting there. I'm like, this fucking kid's losing it in LaGuardia. And I understand LaGuardia fucking sucks, right? So you have to take a piss, right? Yeah, so I, I found a porta potty, which was there, thankfully. So I, I took a piss. But then I'm like, so you go to LaGuardia and it's like a semicircle. And if you you come in the middle, at least from my experience, I never go to LaGuardia. This is what happened to me. So you, I come in the middle there and it's like, go left. And then it's, it's like all traffic left, uh, the terminal Eric's at right. So of course I go left. And then once you go left, it's like getting a tattoo. That's it. There's no going back again. It's you go left, and if you try to go back, you drive off the edge of the earth and fucking die. So I'm like, well, this is fantastic. So I find a place to leave the car for because the, the security will shoot you if you get out of your car for two seconds, you know. So I find a place to go out and I ask one of the ever helpful uh, you know, employees there. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, do you know where gate B7 is? Where they point and moan. <laughs> and the guy's like, well, um, the guy pulls out a fucking Ouija board to it's, figure it out. It's the same guy that you ran into Home <laughs> Depot two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. we don't have it. It was like, I have to solve like an Indiana Jones riddle to find out the answer. The guy's like, well, uh, I'm like, is it over there? He's like, yeah, I think that's where it is. I'm like, well, this is fucking eventful. So Tony takes a time machine back to 1962 <laughs> and parks in front of the old American Airlines hangar where they used to keep the American <laughs> Airline planes in 1962. My grandfather had an office in that fucking building. He's like, oh, parking in front of the fucking hangar. Meet me here. So I got to walk with my d- douchey golf bag and this suitcase that you could put a dead body in because I've tried and walk about two and a half miles. So Tony, <clears throat> so you, so, so you, what? Go ahead. And like, you know, Joe Biden got a lot of crap for saying LaGuardia looks like a third world country airport. It doesn't. I've been to airports in third world countries that are nicer than LaGuardia. It's that bad. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It seems like so, so fucking outdated that like you get in these rickety fucking planes from these terrible Charlotte Airport <laughs> is the worst thing ever made. It's it's like three. It's like 15 pounds of chewed up bubble gum in a five pound bag. Yeah. And you have to walk three and 3.2 miles to the next terminal when you get off your flight. It's the worst airport in the world. It's so ridiculous how, how we travel nowadays. It's fucking ridiculous. All right. So I want to just say to you, right, offer right. right now, okay. that you have a ride home from the airport and to the airport from me oh, if you thanks. take Lenore's suggestion. So I don't know where the Elvis impersonator came in. Maybe she, may, how about this? Maybe you could. Just I know where we can get an Ethan Hawke impersonator. Yeah, who me? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> All right, uh, or a giant penis. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab my smoking sweater and head down to the uh, to Boca. Yeah. Um, you, you know what? You know what? I always get that Ethan Hawke, the Jewish ladies go. You look like Adam Levine. I and then, Adam Levine. And then they tell me I look like Matt Dillon. Yeah, I can see that too. And then, but some pricks occasionally go. You know who you look like? Kevin Dillon. Kevin, who's Kevin Dillon? Matt Dillon's brother, who yeah, was on Entourage, who looks like a primate oh, who didn't evolve. I didn't really. Yeah, that does make sense. He does look like that guy. All right, I look like that guy. No, that guy looks. Oh like- man, because I was about to throw you off the show permanently. <laughs> he looks like the Dillon guy. This guy the other day, I'm serving him, and like, and he's like, you know, you look like that Dillon guy. Oh, like Matt Dillon. He goes, no, Kevin Dillon. I was like, you want your teen yeah. fucking face? You know who you look like? A guy is about to get his food spit on in the back room. Yeah, no one ever is like, hey, you know, you look like Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get, I, you know who I get once in a while? I get Jeter. 
Derek oh, Jeter. Of the bald hat. Yeah. Sometimes I, I get Derek Jeter. I was in I was in uh the Waldorf Astoria in the city about six or seven months ago. If you get a tan and a two thousand dollars suit, yeah, and lots of money. How about this? And a okay, wife so and, uh, <clears throat> I already got five billion dollars. I already, have, I already have your next three years figured out. And a you bunch go of sword down. Series rings. You go down to Lenore. You get that ten G's right. You throw another sixty on top of it to please her with your penis, right? Then you come back and you parlay that into getting a two thousand dollars suit, right. going, go, getting a personal trainer, slimming down a little bit, getting lifts in your shoes to be about six foot one, and then you go to the city and you con women into being Derek Jeter. <laughs> well, anyway, I was in the hotel and this kid. I think he <laughs> thought. I think he thought I was Derek Jeter because he was gawking at me. Don't for about, scoff at my idea. This could make it's a great idea, dude. If you listen to me. Okay, I'm like the Kramer dude on on Channel 24 for Mad Money for you. Like, do you see? I'm making you money left and right, bro. Just hang out with me. You know what you are? You're like a kid with a learning disability who thinks he saw a dinosaur. Dad, I saw it. It's over there. It's over there. Come on, someone's go. No, it's a dinosaur. All right. Uh. I used to scare the shit out of my parents. I used to watch the Weather Channel. Right. And just think that everything they were saying was about my town. So they're like, oh, there's going to be, there's a tornado warning tonight. And I'm like, mom, dad, there's a tornado coming to Babel. They're like, what? They get out. It's like in, it's in Biloxi, Mississippi. Right, right. (laughs) This is funny, actually. It it might be because you told me that already. But a few nights ago, I had a dream where like, I was at a house where I have, there's like a party. We're all hanging out there. I think it was your house and you were there, obviously. So in the dream, your grandmother was like a big, like basketball fan. So, and it was like March Madness or some crap like that. So she would come down the stairs and you'd be like, oh, here she comes, here she comes. And you had a videotape of her favorite team losing. And you'd be like, here she comes. And then you'd rewind it to the point where they blow it. And the guy would be like, and the, you know, the the Tyrannosaurus Rexes missed the shot. And that's the series. And she'd be like, God damn it. And she'd leave the room. We'd all laugh. And then a few minutes later, she'd come back again. And you'd be like, oh, here she goes. And you rewind the tape again and play it. And it'd be like, and the Tyrannosaurus Rexes blow the shot. And, and she'd be like, shit. And we'd all sit there laughing again. I, I guess, you know what that is? I think that's a combo of the way we do blue collar news. Because right. when we watch the video and I pause it and we comment on it. So all subconsciously in your head, all you see me is start and stop videos. Funny videos that it's like, eh, and like rubbing it into people. Uh, my grandmother could have been from you meeting my parents the other day to go pick up the brick could that be, Dylan got that uh, was supposed to be uh, 12 feet by 8 feet. And it was uh, <laughs> it was one brick. It was the size of a cocktail napkin. Yeah. Um, which was great. But we got the real. We got. The, well, we got the fake real. thing. We got the fake real brick. You don't That's have nice. to. You don't have to paint it. Um, that happens though. There are there are scoop spoofs like that. I know somebody who uh, during the moon landing, they were watching an episode of The Outer Limits and it was on like an alien planet. And the alien came out, and people were like, holy shit, you know? Uh, there's another great spoof going on out there. Have you heard of this one? It's on YouTube. It's a thing you can get. It's like a video. And it, the uh, emergency broadcast thing breaks in. And it's like, this is a message from the emergency broadcast center. Uh, the missile tracking at NORAD has, has identified three ICBMs inbound to the west coast of California. They'll impact the Los Angeles area within 45 minutes. Uh, fallout from nuclear radiation, blah, 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 blah. And like it sounds, you know, kind of legit. So it's like you play playing it. in somebody's car and somebody on the street here. Yeah, it? exactly. You play it for like somebody's older, kind of dumb, and they just like, you know, <laughs> not that old people are dumb, but old people believe, you know, aren't really. You get a bunch of dim people. You hang out <laughs> in the parking lot of Walmart. And... Yeah, they're not really, you know, hip to the new technologies in some cases, so they they buy it. They don't realize it's a spoof. And you know what the thing is, is that for older people, it's a radio, so the radio doesn't lie. Right. They think they're not really sure why that's happening. I heard the man on the radio say it. Yeah. You know. 
Hit to our Come on, old time radio. And we're really killing our older demographic today. Oh, come on. We love old Lenore. People. I'm practically um, one right now. Dude, she's the only one that calls the show, though. Yeah. She wants you. And You're she the wants kid with the you. dinosaur. You know that? You're the kid with the dinosaur. She wants you. And but she I wants... saw it. But dude, There's a, a monster under my bed. Tony, this is a fucking gold mine. This is like finding a fossil, but not in your backyard. Finding it on a voicemail through a <laughs> Skype number that we bought two months ago. And I really think that you're selling yourself short uh, about the capability <laughs> and the possibilities that you could have. You could literally stimulate your, your income dramatically. Cash. Apparently, that's all they'll always be stimulating. Yo, dude, like these fucking ladies, they literally starve for two months. They're on fixed incomes, and Tony's just balling out, looking like Derek Jeter in the Manhattan, <sighs> you know, with a fake watch, with a with a decorative watch for ten bucks. I'm not the kind of guy to brag, but this is the second time I've been offered money to uh, to do something like this. What are you talking about? You've been you've was been a... proposed money to have sex before. Oh, uh, I don't. It wasn't sex, but I was on. a You I, are a little minx. Wait, I wasn't sex. Me. I was on a uh, I was on a bachelor party. We were down in Dewey Beach, Maryland. And uh, Dewey, in case you guys don't know, Dewey Beach is like this giant party town. It's like this long strip of highway right on the ocean. And then the ocean's on one side and the bay's on the other. And it's like every fucking 50 feet is a slamming bar with like a stage and people are just dancing and booze and girls and like dudes hanging out like a big frat, like spring break kind of town. So we go there in this bachelor park. My, my friend wants to go there. So we go there. And, like, the place is, like, we're jamming. We're partying. We got, like a, like, a crazy little hotel, like, a motel room on a balcony, you know, and we're hanging out. And like, it's just, like, six or seven of us, we're partying our asses off. So, we're there with, the, you know, all the guys in the bachelor party, you know what I mean? So, we meet this bachelorette party that's down there, too, all these chicks, right? So, we're hanging out with them, and one of the girls, like, the maid of honor, is like, listen, like, you know, I want to get somebody to dance for my friend, the bride. She's like, I'll pay you, I'll pay you 100 bucks to come strip for us. So... You know, I'm hammered, of course, believe it or not. You know, I'm sucking down these, like, basically a 007. We're, like, whacked. So, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good idea. So, I'm like, yeah, give me a number. Maybe I'll do it. So, you know, I start thinking about it later. I'm like, nah, this probably isn't the best move for a whole host of reasons. So, the long end of the story was, it never transpired. But, I mean, it couldn't have because I was so rocked at the end of that night. I would have came in there like Homer Simpson and, like, his tidy whities You know, it wouldn't have even been, like... At all sensual. Tony, I know how to dance. Tony, why do you keep saying no to money? Why? <laughs> You're such a penis. At every turn. I mean, these women, they were willing to give you a hundred bucks. <laughs> I went down to I went down to South Beach right. for St. Patrick's Day and for spring break at the same time. And it's very peculiar to to be down in uh spring break down in Miami with St. Patrick's Day going on. It's like somebody had like a tire fire and then yeah. just threw a bunch of gasoline on Could it. Could be fun, though. You know, it was like the time I went to the Ranger Islander NHL game at Madison Square Garden in the city on St. Patrick's Day. Who would ever plan something like that? Could be fun, though. Oh, my God, dude. I I had one time, I speaking of St. Patrick's Day, this one time I, I got, I was about <laughs> 23 years old, I like right? This is going. I was 23 years old. And what happened was we went to a Yankee game. It's like April. Oh, I'll start it on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. St. Patrick's Day, Manhasset, Long Island. Okay. In the parking lot of Long Island Railroad. Oh, I boy. am 20, I am 19, 20 years old. Sure. Drive my car to Manhasset 
and um, uh, we got a 30-pack and egg sandwiches at 9 o'clock in the morning. I like it so far. So we're drinking out of the trunk, and I look in the trunk, and I have my graduation cap and gown. This is how close <laughs> to when – now, for people that don't know, our graduation cap and gown color is forest green. Right. Like Kelly green, kind of. It was yeah, a yeah. shiny one. But it's green. So I was like, perfect. So I just put the graduation cap and gown on to go to St. <laughs> Patrick's Day because – it's 9 a.m. and I already got four beers in me and, yeah. and I'm burping up an egg sandwich. <laughs> That's a Babel boy if ever I've met so one. So now I load up. Uh, so we, we put a dent in these beers yep. and everyone, you know, two pocket. Uh, so, so what I did was I took the beer and I filled it up in a Gatorade bottle for like three three beers in, a, in one of those stout Gatorade bottles. Right. Yeah. So I got that. Then I got two beers in my front pockets, two beers in uh, my top pockets. Right. So now I got four beers on me in the Gatorade. So I finished the Gatorade on the train. I'm like on the mic. I got two beers left, right? So I get to the city, and I'm, I'm like in the old school thought of if you have a brown paper bag around your beer, you're fine. Okay? Guess what? That's not true. That's not true. Yeah. Okay? So I here I am in my graduation cap again. I take a paper bag. I put it around the beer. I get out of Penn Station. I'm walking across the street. Some homeless guy goes, Happy St. Patty's Day. I go, oh, that's the first drunk guy of the day. And I take a big swig out of the paper bag. The fucking homeless guy is an undercover detective. Oh, man. So I'm with my boys. That and he goes, sucks. He goes, hey. So the guy's following me. And I see him over my shoulder because I'm mental like that. Whenever I go to the city, I always look over my shoulder. I'm always like watching out. And I was like, well, I stop. And I look at the guy. I'm like, hey, what's up? And he's like, detective. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Actually, I'm a bartender, but thanks for and asking. And then next thing I know, it's like, it was like I was on candid camera. Like, four cops come out of fucking nowhere yeah. and surround me. My friends are, like, smoking a cigar by the fucking... So they get me around the corner, and they're like, all right. They're like, how old are you? Let me see your ID. And I'm underage. And like, all right, we're giving you a ticket. So like, do you, it's, they start patting me down, and they find the two beers in my top pockets because they're pat... And they're like, what the fuck is this? So they take them out, and they put them on the ground. And so they're like... I go to him. I go, hey, man, listen, I know so-and-so from the NYPD. It was a detective our family knew. Right. And they're like, dude, you should have told us that before we started writing the fucking ticket, you idiot. Literally, that's what the guy said to me. Yeah. He goes, if you told me that before I started writing, now I got to write it. And he goes, I got him in my book, and that's it. Like that. He goes, so good cop, bad cop. One of the cops goes, and he goes, you, you can drink one of the beers. Because they're literally surrounding me in a semicircle. I'm like, you serious? I thought it was like entrapment, you know? He's like, no, go ahead. So I fucking drink. I chugged the beer. He goes, man, you don't drink. He goes, you don't drink like an underager. <laughs> I go, why the fuck are you giving me the ticket, you know? So the rest of the day, fun, fun, fun. Fast forward. April 21st, go to a Yankee game. Middle of the week. Drink vodka until about 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm not even 21 yet. Yeah. Go to the game, get all rocked. I'm at my boy's house at 4 o'clock in the morning. I go, oh, my God. I have an appearance ticket for that St. Patrick's debacle today in the city at 9 a.m. Couldn't you just pay it? So you just send it in and pay it? It was an appearance ticket. Why to appear? Because it was it was a mandatory appearance ticket. Oh, that I had the, I, They put cuffs on me and then let me go while they were, you know, and then. Oh, so you're underage. It's so here I am hammered and I'm like, oh, my God, I got to go to Manhattan today. <laughs> So good thing I didn't have any school or anything. So what I do is I right, go right, home. Right. I put my suit on, okay, like my really nice suit. And for some reason, it's 9 a.m., and it's one of those April days that's beautiful. It was literally 91 degrees. I drive in my piece-of-shit Ford Tempo to the to the train station in Syosset. Right. Now, you need a certain sticker yeah. to, to park there. So I park there. 
get on the train. Now I'm on the train. It's around 7 a.m. I just start puking in the bathroom on the train. Mm. I'm so hung the fuck over, wearing the suit, blah, blah, blah. I get out to Penn Station. I go to, I go to use the one train. It's shut down because somebody got stabbed on the subway. So 32nd oh, man, Street, dude. I got to make it to 54th. 32nd Street is shut down until 52nd Street. Right. Like two stops or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I think one stop. So I got to fucking huff it now. I don't have any money for a cab. I'm like 20. I'm living on my own. So I start walking with my suit on. It's 90 degrees. It's, it's 88 degrees already. And when you're not used to the heat because you were just in perpetual and cold. And you hammered. You busted up. Hammered. Sick. Hungover, tired. Clammy. Yep. Oh, man. Just think about not going to sleep. I haven't slept I yet. I can't do that. So I walked to 54th Street from 32nd. So I finally get there. There's a line around the fucking corner because all the knuckleheads that got busted on St. Patty's, they have to appear on the same fucking day. Oh, no. I get there. Everyone's in like sandals and shorts. I'm thinking I'm going in front of yeah, Johnny Cochran. Murder, of course. So I'm in a I'm in a suit <laughs> with a tie on. Everyone else is dressed cash. So I'm sweating my fucking tits off. I get into this place. They sit me in the in the courtroom. So now the place is packed. Right. Right. I'm next to two prostitutes. I'm the I'm the cream filling in the Oreo of two prostitutes. Holy Christ. Uh, who just got picked up on the street, and they're arguing back and forth with their hands handcuffed to the bench. I'm not handcuffed. And you have to sit there, and you have to wait for your appearance. So they go, so they're either giving people $600, $700 fines, or they're Holy going, Christ. go upstairs and take a class, a four-hour class on on alcohol prevention upstairs. Which is a sham. Okay. So I go, I'll take the prevention, and I'll do the four hours, whatever, blah, blah, blah. No joke. We go upstairs. It was the highlight of the day. We go upstairs. The guy goes, no joke. Don't drink beer on the streets of Manhattan. If you are so inclined, put it in an unmarked container so we can't give you a ticket. Have a nice day. And I was like, oh, my. Because they had so many people that they had the process. Yeah. They were putting 20 people in the road. And they were fucking, all right, see ya. I'm like, I'm walking on sunshine. So now I'm feeling good. I go get a slice. Walking back to Penn Station. It's beautiful out. I get back to fucking uh, Syosset. I got three tickets on my car. <laughs> the car was drinking in public. Uh, no parking without a, a ticket. Inspired inspection and inspire and illegal parking. You got the worst fucking luck. With no, cops. no, I, I don't have luck. I just do these things to myself. This is why I stopped drinking. So I get into my car. Now my Ford Tempo, the windows don't work. Okay? You have to roll them down manually. Now my Ford Tempo... If you do not put the def uh, the defogger on full blast hot, it overheats. So here I am. My car's been in 91 degree heat all day in the parking lot. I'm hungover, thrown up, three tickets in my hand. I close the door and I drive home with the heat on with no radio and the windows rolled up. I'm literally tearing. Oh, Tears start streaming down my face. From the hangover? From everything. I was so ah, defeated. Dude. Manhattan... Took me, chewed me up, and threw me out. Hola! Are you sitting in prison right now, thinking about a way to get out, bro? Then you came to the right place. All you need is the El Chapo! El Chapo! What is the El Chapo, you ask, bro? It's like a Spanish utility Swiss Army knife, bro. It's got a spoon and a knife for all your prison needs. When you break out of prison, you need all the help you can get, bro. That's why it's got a knife so you can cut and a spoon so you can dig. The toothbrush? I don't fucking know. 
It can even cut through cars, jars, throats, and bars. The El Chapo! It can even cut through mojitos, burritos, banditos, and Cheetos! So don't delay. The first five callers get a bag of blow on me, El Chapo. Got a rival gang member? Just chop his bones up with the El Chapo. El Chapo. We'll even throw in the nunchuck feature, where you can bust somebody's ass from a mile away, bro. El Chapo style. El Chapo. El mismo modelo que hemos ido mejorando durante los 25 años con las voces en inglés, contratamos a nuestros locutores internacionales preferidos por su... El Chapo. All right, well, Tony went away for two and a half weeks with a woman. Lenore got wind of this. This second part of the show is two and a half weeks later when Tony gets back. We checked the voicemails. Lenore is none too happy. So listen up to part two of the $10,000 Cougar Advance and get your eardrums busted. Tony was away. Tony, was where'd away. you go? I went uh, up to Ithaca. Ithaca. How, how far away is that from Manhattan? Uh, I'd say you're looking at a good five-hour drive. Ooh, five yeah, hours it's about, drive. About five hours drive. So is that like towards the border of Canada? No, it's um, the place I was at was actually called Aurora, New York, and it was near Lake Cayuga and near Lake Seneca, the Finger Lakes. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, we just hike. stole all the Indian shit and then just like just, <laughs> just completely just put it into ours, and we just still use the names. Yeah, I mean, I actually inadvertently learned some Indian history while I was up there. Because as I was walking down the street, there was like some meth head with missing teeth. And my friend was taking a picture of something. And the guy was like, hey, you like te- you like trees, huh? You like taking a picture of the trees? He goes, there's a big tree down a couple of, a couple of blocks down the lot. There's a big tree over there. You should go look at it. And we're just like, who fucking cares? And the guy's like, well, you know, back when uh, General Bingle Bangle came over here and he killed a bunch of the Indians. And I'm like, did any of them like willingly commit suicide because they ran into you and heard this story? What is he, a baseball announcer from the 1920s? Like, ah, that Babe Ruth really got those legs going. No, everybody sounds like uh, the guy from the Munsters who lived across the street in Pet Cemetery. <laughs> oh, the Big Mac Indians left over there. Yeah, I can't, can't get there from here. Oh, leave him dead. Don't bury him again. You gotta make a left out that big rock shaped like a bear. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what I noticed though was uh, the the Facebook pictures. Yes, you with the shout out with your friend. What's her right. name? Oh, uh, Nicole. Okay, so you and you and Nicole, and I noticed that you guys went to three different hotels, right. three rooms. It, it looked really cool. It and was a lot really of, cool. It was a nice lot hotel. of old school antique places. What like most of the those hotels are from like what year? 1833, I would think they were. Jesus Christ. And then they were renovated to be a little bit, not more modern, but just in the same style architecturally. They just kind of, you know, made them better with some basic changes to, you know, account for, to accommodate what they want to do with it. With seeing how old those places that you were staying in, I thought you were like ghost hunting. Like you got a, you got a contract with A&E and I'm like, Tony left the show and he's (laughs) ghost hunting now. I would I would have thought that some of those places would be haunted. I always think places are haunted, though. So I'm usually wrong. See, you don't have to think about this stuff. But when I see like posts like that on Facebook, it's like, hey, I'm away at vacation. It's like robbers don't even thieves don't even need to do the work anymore. Yeah, they don't need to truth. like go like check out the house. I know they don't. They just sit on Facebook and they're I, just I like, never all right, let's see who's on, on vacation yeah. this week. But, you know, it's it's not under your choice. And but the thing was, so I liked your pictures because I just thought they were really cool pictures you. and you're having a good time. Yeah, and cool. I'm sitting in my apartment working on the show while you're having a good time. Yeah. You know, you know, makes me feel good. I do what I can. But um, 
one of the people on Facebook, I, I don't think was too happy about seeing your pictures. Really? Whom? Uh, or, you know, you know. You okay, I guess we can't. I can't. Okay. Yeah, all right. I, I think I Lenore. Yeah, okay. Okay, right, that's, Lenore. That's, okay, sure. Um, if anybody hasn't heard before, <laughs> uh, her on the show, Lenore is a 64-year-old Jewish woman from Boca Raton. She is a customer down at the bar that I come to. She's a snowbird, uh, does the reverse commute from New York to Florida, blah, blah, Probably. blah. All right, so, so getting back to what I was saying, Lenore messages me right. on Facebook okay, and says, where's Tony? <laughs> so, uh, first of all, like that's a little peculiar, isn't it? It's, yeah. Like, what do you like, my fucking what PR a, guy? What, I don't know. No, a, yeah, what am I? Uh, tr- you I know, don't know where he is. Try upstate New York. Yeah, let me check the homing beacon I have in his pocket. Uh, so let's just say, well, she, she was pissed. Okay. Okay, and she wasn't happy what she said, and now, <laughs> I, I, I didn't respond to her. <laughs> Okay, because I don't really want to tell people, you know, what your business is. Right, right. I wouldn't. I don't want... even know what my business is, so it would be challenging for anybody neither, else. Neither would I, and I don't want people telling. And for the record, I don't really have much business, so. But I got a, okay. So we got a voicemail from Lenore at three thirty-four a.m. It's like Trump. Jesus. I am out to leave a message when the machine goes beep. It's like Trump. Jesus. Yeah, man. How you guys doing? I was told I can get some blow. Yeah. <laughs> Going to see, man. Someone told me I can get some blow from from you guys. All right, I'll try back. But yeah, yeah. Uh, whoever's calling, we don't have any coke. Um, maybe we'd have more money for the show if we did have coke, uh, or just a little more on edge. But well, we that don't guy have seems any. to think we do. Yeah, I don't know why. And well, maybe because that's what happens when our producer Dylan is leaving the number on bathroom stalls down in Nashville. But how badly do you need it when you're just like, hey, here's a phone number. Let me inquire. <laughs> And he's going to call back. I saw this documentary about this guy. It was about pills. And you could just go on Craigslist and find Xanax and shit. All right. So back to the nitty gritty. Lenore was upset. We found the voicemail. Right. I thought it was gone. Okay. Because Skype, uh, their their shit sucks. All right. right. So let's. let's, All right. I haven't heard it yet. You haven't heard it yet. Let's see what happens. Hi, Tony. (laughs) Tony. Hi, this is Lenore. How are you? Um, Listen, I haven't heard it from you in quite some time. No. I have people on the inside who tell me you're in Schenectady. I don't know what you're doing Schenect- there. Okay, hold on. Okay. I, just for the record, I did not tell her. People on the inside, huh? It wasn't this inside. What a strange phrasing that is. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't. Who do we know mutually I just, yo, listen, who might be on the inside? Tony, I got your back, bro. Eric. Okay, she she keeps bombarding me on Facebook. Right. Okay, about you and your fucking she life. She must have beat it out of you, huh? <laughs> well, hey, listen. <laughs> You know, she she uh, she could friend you on Facebook, and I could just end your life. Or do you want to, do you want me to keep be the bulkhead on the ship and keep taking the blast? You see how he turns it around on me. I'm helping He's you a good out. Cop and bad cop. Yeah. I'm <laughs> listen, I'm creep. Friend. Yeah, yeah. You see, you want a coke or something? Okay. Well, listen, I didn't fucking hear from nobody from the inside. Facebook could be the inside. She saw Facebook the pictures. Be, yeah, I mean that's true. She said she saw the pictures. I didn't answer her. I come home from work and I have pic- I've got the messages from Lenore because of you and your regal bald head, and she sees you running around. Yo, I just can't turn it off, bro. No, thanks, Tony. <laughs> the only <laughs> you think that like I wish like twenty thousand people followed the show like she did. We're getting there. People on the inside who tell me you're in Schenectady. I don't know what you're doing there. Okay, if you want to hang out with the whore, you hang out with the whore. I mean, what do you want me to say? Oh, my God. But listen, Tony, come to Boca. We'll fly you out. All right. Transport you. So she obviously sees 
you taking pictures with with a good looking girl, right? And she's she's threatened. It's getting a little fatal attraction, you know. It is getting a little fatal attraction. Oh, wow. Did you? I'm gonna give you her number, so you guys can contact each other. Cause I'm out as the in between between you <laughs> guys between this this sparkling romance. That We're you just guys gonna call you Bruce on. Buffer. <laughs> it's time. You're the buffer. For Tony to clean the pool in his little shorts with Zimas. You're gonna uh, listen, man. Uh, have you given any thought to the offer? Uh, ten thousand fucking dollars, Tony. After hey, listen, I'll tell you this. After a weekend extravagant, getting extravagant upstate New York, Schenectady, doing the whole fucking thing. Where did you actually go again? Uh, it was Aurora. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You need some cash flow. Because going yeah, on vacations is like just taking your money and throwing it, it in the it fucking is. ocean. It is like throwing your money. How in. do you spend so much goddamn money on a vacation, too? Well, you don't always. The thing of it is, you don't really spend that much money. The trick is, I mean, sometimes you do, but like the trick is not to spend the money. The trick is not to spend the money. <laughs> and there's ways to go vacation cheap. Like most of the times when I travel, yeah. I travel for pennies on the dollar, and I get amazing <laughs> bang for my buck. Tony's like, let's go walk uh, three, 13 miles and go stare at the leaves. Dude, man, we did Southeast Asia. 19 days in Southeast Asia, three countries, seven airline flights, nothing but five-star hotels. Yeah. What would you think it ran each guy? Fuck, for $4,500, $4,800 easy. Three grand a pop. Three grand a pop. Yep. That's well, air. That's airfare. That's everything. Everything is cheap as fuck in Asia. Okay, so listen, she's she literally just called your friend a whore. Yeah, it's um, not so cool. It's not, not cool. Big, now it's starting to get a little. Yeah, it's getting a little personal. It, it's starting to get a little personal. Not the way to win my favor. But she's hurt, you know? Tony. Yeah, you know. But she's hurt. I don't know. It's not her fault. Yeah. She can't have you. She's offered you ten thousand dollars that you haven't even. Got to keep the gloves on. You, you haven't know, even it's... responded yet. You know how much ten thousand dollars could do for our fucking show, dude? Advertising, media. <laughs> social media get somebody to pump our our social media up because that's what you got you got to pump the social media up so let's pump up the rest of this message hey, listen Tony come to Boca we'll fly you out mm -hmm. transport you to Newark well, I told you that we'll have your first class down here honey alright and you hang out with the Canasta girls you think about it right now we're shopping around we're going we're going to Boca Lago Boca Marina we're trying to find a club that has breakfast all the time Tony. we're trying to set our lives up okay <laughs> call us we want to hang with you honey alright you know Lenore's number goodbye Do she, you don't know Lenore's number yeah. she sounds like the hairdresser from the critic <laughs> you ever watched that show back in the day yeah I can only Jay stomach Sherman. it reminded like yo that the critic reminded me of like rainy Sundays when you had school the next day I just you didn't have a good feeling about it you didn't it. find that show funny no, not at all. Oh man, I um, love that show. But I find this funny is that the fact that she keeps she keeps trying to like keep saying we, you know, like yeah, like, like we. Girls. I maybe she has multiple personalities. It could be, or she's just throwing her girlfriends under the bus just to get you down there. But she's obviously needs breakfast all day today. Her and the girls. Everybody likes a long breakfast. What the fuck is a canasta? I don't know. Is that a card game or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. We're, we'll, we're gonna have to have her on the show probably. Peter, you're canasta. All right, so let's um. We have two more messages. Oh, do from we? <laughs> well, one just looks like it's eleven seconds long. So maybe, uh, well, let's hear. Hope it's the Coke guy again. Lenore from Boca. Hi, how are you, honey? She has to tell you every time. Uh, listen, I want to let you know I'm serious. I thought I it was went... Lenore from Austin. Yeah. Oh, that Lenore. <laughs> she's only like she's like the third guest we've had. Uh, like the third person yeah, we've had on our show. It's like she calls the voicemail all the time. Hey, it's like she has to remind yeah. you. Well, it's like but, it's George Foreman's kids. But see, this is the thing. You ever have that desperation? You really like a girl, and you call her, 
and like leave a couple of voicemails and be like, hey, you know, like was washing my hair. Thought you called, you know, call me. We'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, you know, dude. Hey, like that desperation. It's like it's like a potent repellent to anybody. The desperation. Yeah. And you know, the thing of it is too. like, I don't know how you feel now. Like we're both, you know, we're both like reasonable facsimiles of grown men, you know. <laughs> So like you know we're in yeah. our thirties, yeah, you know we're not we're not like you know I'm not saying we're like anything to write home about or like some big playboys, but like you know we're pretty confident, right? I think it's okay. fair to say yeah. we're pretty confident, right? But do you ever look back at like the road it took to get to this point, where like you just remember all the goofy, dumb, awkward, embarrassing, lame crap you thought oh, yeah. would work on girls, Dude. and you're just like, oh my god, I can't even believe that was me. <laughs> Tony's like, now I just <laughs> last week. Now I just slip them roofies and drag them to my apartment. So much easier. It's just so much easier than writing them love letters. <laughs> and sending Eric, them- that's really, really unfair to say that. I never dragged them all the way back to the apartment. Yeah, you're like, I roll them on a hand truck. Um, so, so she's hurt. Okay, we have a. Seems like it. She's hurt. Hi, Tony. Tony, this is Lenore. Lenore from Boca. Hi, how are you, honey? Um, listen, I want to let you know I'm serious. I just went to the bank. I got hundreds. You know what I'm saying? She's got money in hand. A full package, a hundred, a hundred. You know what I'm talking about? Ten. Ten large, like you are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Anyway, honey, listen. This is going off the rails. I want to let you know we have the money, so whenever you get down here, you get down here. Okay, if you... Okay, why are you not on a fucking plane tonight? You know, tonight? you're an instigator, you know that? Why? I, th- I think you're giving you, this woman all your tip money to call the show in. <laughs> yeah, right. I think you're looking for, I think you're looking for uh, fodder. Can, listen, I could find fucking the guy from Who's the Boss to do it with some money. It's probably who it is. I, no, listen, <laughs> uh, trust me. It's free. Uh, it's free. Um, She um is literally going off the hinge here. But yeah. she's saying that she's got stacks on stacks. Hey, man. But see, cool, this buddy. is the thing. You should really kind of pursue this. You should... Like, all joking aside, you should <laughs> pursue this. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Why not? Listen, how about this? All right, Eric, if, how much money would it take to get you down there in a, in a speed? I a... told you, I have a girlfriend, and yeah. I'm not cheating that's, on that's her. That's the way to Lenore. weasel out of it every it's time. It's not weaseling out. It's the truth. It's, I'm just talking about hypotheticals. Okay. I'm not saying you'd actually okay. do it. You're a single male. Okay, right. if you're on an application, you're writing single male. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Now, if I could get you, I'll Is be the... the application for pool whore? Okay, do you want me to give her your number? No. You don't. I don't want to give anybody my number. Okay. Okay. So then if I were able to get a picture of her to send, I'm sorry, to send me a picture of the cash, of the actual cash, <laughs> $10,000, Tony. Dude, you are such a troublemaker. You know that? Would you consider it? Did you ever see the movie Jurassic Park? That was a good one, wasn't it? With dinosaurs. You like that? Yeah. It's good, right? Yeah, it was great. The T-Rex is my favorite. Yo, somebody's got fucking $10,000 waiting for you down in Florida. <laughs> And that's it. You know, we can take care of business. That's what we usually oh. do. Oh, there, yeah, take care and of business. She keeps throwing what it. What kind of business we are you in? We can send someone for you. We can send a car. If you don't like Newark, I heard what you said about that with the whole tram system. Oh, no. We can send you to another airport if you're liking. But, you know, just get back to us, honey, okay? <laughs> can you send me to, like, Honolulu right? Airport by a myself? Greenfield cupcake, <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Love you. Mwah. All right, so this is... Yeah, this is got, something's got to give here. I don't know, man. It's a little crazy. Something's got to give. It's a little crazy. We have one. We have one more voicemail no, here. Oh God, do you? How do you get all these voicemails? I am out to leave a message when the machine goes beep. Yeah, man. How you guys doing? Oh I'm my! Cold, I can get some blow. It's the blow guy. <laughs> it's the blow guy. It's the blow guy. I can get some blow from from you guys. You know, right. I don't that. know. 
He's going to try back. What? Like, during yeah. our normal business hours. Like, hi, we're not in the office right now, but if you want some Coke. Oh, my God. That's So he's called twice. That's two calls from him? That's two different. That's two separate calls. And I thought it was the first one again. No. Oh, it's my God. It's the second phone call. <laughs> They're almost exactly the same. You know, I kind of hope he finds it. He seems like a nice guy. Uh, we got to have him on the show just to yeah. fucking analyze his life. I want him to call in from the men's room he's in. How about we hook up Coke that, uh, Cokehead with Lenore? Yeah, he'll get what he's looking for. Maybe I can get... There's no way to call these people back. We don't have contact numbers. We can numbers. send him down there with a little disclaimer that says that uh, products may vary. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd let a coke you'd let a cokehead get $10,000, but not you. I don't think she'd you. pay the guy. I think she'd realize something was up. What if we get somebody that looks like you? They'd Why don't we get have, a Lex Luthor impersonator? They'd have to pay us a majority of the money. Yeah. It's a 75% finest. I like how you said us. Yeah. I like that. I'll but keep on it. the thing is, is that she's already saying that she's not, she doesn't even have to bring, you don't have to go to Newark anymore. Well, that's car sweetens, service. That sweetens the deal. Dude, she said car service. They're, they're Anytime you take New Jersey out of the equation, it gets <laughs> a little bit better. Yeah. You're like, you're like <laughs> going to Newark or sleep with Lenore. Oh, yeah. both as same as dirty. We're dirty. Gonna, we're going to kill you before a firing squad. Is it New Jersey? No. Well, maybe. <laughs> Well, listen, I think you should really think about it because it's so weird that she knew that you were running around upstate. I wonder where she, I wonder where she saw that. Uh, it it wasn't what, from me. I wonder me. what Facebook page listen, you must see I, that on. I, I, I got it. I can't keep blah, blah, getting blah, 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 at work. Blah, blah. I love you getting blue bloop at work. Yeah, but it's not me. I can, <laughs> I can fucking throw you right under the bus, Tony, and annihilate no, no you. Bus throwing here. I, I have your number no in my phone. I have her Facebook address. Either one. Okay, so how about this? Either one, you go down to Florida. We tape the whole thing, and we become amazing people. Or two, you go down to Florida. You take the money. We become amazing people. Which one's it going to be? You see, no, no, no. <laughs> it's called leading the witness. Yeah, I, know, I see what you do with it. A little leading the witness. Very good there. Uh, um, I, I can't believe you're gonna let the cokehead guy just completely get Lenore. But you know what? The cokehead guy really wants. It some is coke. what it is. <laughs> the cokehead guy wants some coke. Hey, uh, I heard you guys got some blow. Um, well, see, the thing is, is uh, that we always can't pick who likes us, but we can pick who we like, and I think you should definitely. So one or two things. I'm either gonna give her your phone number. Or uh, I'm gonna give her your phone number, or you guys become friends on Facebook so you can contact. Dude, don't be giving up. Don't be giving up the private number. I'm going to. Uh, that's uh. That's. I'm gonna drug you access. and put you on a fucking plane and take all the money myself. Oh, now you've been watching Dexter too much. Yeah. Oh. Hi, Tony. <laughs> Tony, this is Lenore. Well, the show's over, folks, but the part doesn't stop there. Go to Instagram at Loose Cannon Comics and check us out. Go to SoundCloud.com or your podcast function on your iPhone. Put in Loose Cannon Comics and get ready to laugh. Also, go to YouTube.com, Loose Cannon Comics. Subscribe to our show to laugh once a week, 
each week. We'll see you next time, guys. And remember, keep your dick out of the dirt.